Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 229th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. New digs. Yeah, we, uh, so I'm not sure how many people will notice this. If, you, if you're using iTunes, I think the transition was supposed to have been seamless, but we have moved from Shout Engine uh, as, a, as a podcast hosting service. Um, and we're big on- Big news, big news. We're on- Very happy. What's, what's it called again? Podbean. Pod, Podbean. Podbean? Yeah. Like B-E-A-N? Yeah. So uh, you want to talk a little bit about why we made that transition or should I? Uh, why, why don't you keep going? All right. So <laughs> when I was trying to upload last week's episode, episode 228, um, that was an episode that we pre-recorded. And at times I've been a bit slow when it comes to uploading episodes. Like I'll just forget to edit. It, and by the time I'm going to bed, I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I forgot to upload it. And I'll just do it in the morning. But no, in this case, I was actually on the ball. I had done the edits, uh, like early-ish on Sunday, I think before Game of Thrones even aired. And when, when Game of Thrones was airing, I was trying to upload it, and, and it got to about 30 33%, somewhere in that range. And all of a sudden, I just got an error saying that the episode couldn't upload. So I kept trying. I uh, eventually tried to upload an, a different episode. I thought maybe there was a problem with the MP3, so I wanted to see if I could just get another oh, episode okay. on in its place. Um, that didn't work. I tried using a different browser. thought maybe maybe something's up with Chrome. Um that didn't work. Went to <laughs> I went to Shout Engine's Twitter, thinking, oh, maybe there's maybe there's an issue on their end, and saw that they hadn't tweeted since 2018. Um, let me actually tell you the exact last tweet that they had, or when that was. Uh, their last tweet was June 20th of 2018, and of course, there's nothing on there that explains what's going on now. It's it's almost been a full year since they last tweeted, so it seems like it seems like Shout Engine kind of just like died so to speak their servers to some extent are still on um and have been for it's quite a some ghost time town. i mean you and I, I i we've been we've been hosting on there for for again almost Four years a, yeah and for almost a full year since their last twitter tweet um i don't know if they've ever like you know uh done any like public announcements since then but regardless it was just it it wasn't a good look the episode is ready to go um monday came around still couldn't get it up there i thought maybe if i slept on it, it would be all right but um when i spoke to you about it there was a time it's been geez almost like six months now when you hit you you were looking into different podcast hosting services because we wanted to get on spotify yes um, and so this uh kind of research started in october i want to say of last year yeah it's been a while um, when I went back to those emails to find the login for it, it had been a while. It was a lot longer than I thought. Okay. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it had been, a, it had been a while since we had, had looked and glad that you were able to at least find really quickly the, uh, the login. Yeah. 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 So, um, go ahead. Yeah. So we were able to, we were able to, um, export the episodes or at least i guess in some sense some some sense import the episodes from podbean um, or from shout engine onto podbean directly but there so the way the way podcasts work in general at least they use what's referred to as an rss feed and it's just like a link it's like an html link um 
with the metadata for an episode. And if, say, you're like hosting your podcast on iTunes, I don't actually think that iTunes downloads the episodes and hosts them on on iTunes. I think iTunes will redirect a user to the to the real um, location of the of the MP3 files. And so, I think all iTunes really does is hold this like you know super small metadata file with those specific links, and users will download from that from that link. I think though that most podcast services use or have an export option, you know, if their users do decide to leave to basically redirect users from that current RSS feed to another RSS. And so you wouldn't, I don't even think in that case, you would even need to tell iTunes that, Hey, I've, I've moved. I think like if you were to do it, say with, um, SoundCloud, I know SoundCloud has that export option. I think SoundCloud would just tell iTunes, Hey, look for it over there and, and uh, send okay. you to Podbean. Shout engine doesn't have that option. So on my phone right now, because I haven't, um, I just haven't had time. I've been too damn busy to do a lot of this stuff. So I've, I haven't looked into this since Monday when we first did it. But we were able to, at the very least, get the MP3s onto Podbean. It did that automatically. But we haven't been able to completely redirect the the uh, the podcast, or or uh, yeah, I guess redirect from Shout Engine. So on my phone, when I look up uh, the Stone Cold Sober podcast. It, it's still trying to get it from uh, Shout Engine. I, I have to figure out how to like make that stop happening. But the thing that I wanted to make it, I wanted this to be as seamless as possible. I think anybody that's using iTunes or even uses an app on Android that that uses like iTunes um, directory or or, or or search wouldn't have a problem. The way that I was doing it on my phone does result in a problem where I still don't have episode 228. But the short of it is that uh, through Podbean, we're able to just automatically host on Spotify, and so we're on Spotify now. We're that's it's big. We finally made it to yeah. like quite possibly the largest growing platform for uh, for podcasts. Yeah, I, I love Spotify. I love how the you know the website interface, the interface from your phone. It's it's great. the The only issue, like I, the only reason I've never transitioned perfectly to Spotify is. I was having issues with um, with episodes just like restarting. I think you had the what do same you mean problem. Restarting? So I would be listening to an episode, right? And maybe I would hit rewind or or you know what? Let's so like I was let's say I was I'm listening to an episode of my office, right? Leave leave my office, go to my car, pull the episode up on my phone. It starts playing on my on the Bluetooth, and all of a sudden the episode goes from you know say I'm, I was 30 minutes into the episode, all of a sudden the episode just starts back from the very beginning. And then I have to like try to scrub oh, through and yeah. figure out, oh, what was the timestamp that I was at when I was last listening to it? I can't figure it out. And that was just a major issue for me. That's that's certainly something that uh, that happens to me quite often. Yeah. It's weird how the playback save sort of thing works. Uh, because it happens more often on my phone than it does on the computer. Yeah. Do you have an issue That's, like yeah. uh, from a device perspective? Yeah. Wait, let me. Do you do you always listen to podcasts on Spotify or do you use iTunes as well? I mostly use it on Spotify now, just so I don't have to have like multiple things open. I see. That makes sense. What about you? I've still been using the podcast app on my phone, but for the sake of being able to listen in the office, that was why I had at least tried to use Spotify. There are there have been occasions where I've listened to an episode of something on Spotify 
And in those instances, I typically ha- wasn't subscribed to the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do more uh, stuff on just Spotify, just so it's, I think it's easier to like just have the one sort of client open. I don't know if I am entirely uh, sort of a fan of the way they list their podcasts. I, I'm sure if I just uh, if I like open it up and, and played around with it, that I'd be able to maybe switch the way that podcasts are sort of shown or uh, what is this like sorted. Uh, but as of right now, uh, it can be hard uh, just because it's alphabetically done. And I don't know if I'm always thinking about it from an alphabetical standpoint. I'd love to be able to just like put my favorite ones at the very top. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Stoked to be on Spotify. Um, I think it'll make it a lot easier to link the episodes to people again, because Spotify is used by so many people and um, it's really easy to, to link, to link people songs or again, podcast in this case um directly through spotify like we 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 uh we have a slack uh a slack um server that we use or slack channel i don't know what they call them on slack i know it's like a discord server but i'm not sure what you call like the whole thing on slack but Mm -hmm. regardless we have a slack and um when when you send me links uh or or vice versa from something on spotify there's like a little uh spotify player that will pop up in the chat so all you need to do to listen to something is just click that play button i don't even need to load up spotify on the browser or in the Spotify app, it'll just immediately start playing from, from Slack. So I think, uh, I think Slack's done or Spotify's done a great job. Get like a, making their, their, their platform super easy to, to use across multiple, um, devices and, and even, um, apps within the PC or the computer. So. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, very happy that, uh, that's done the way it is. Yeah. So, um, and it also looks like the, it also looks like the metrics is going to be a lot better from Podbean. So we'll have a better idea of how many people are listening to the episodes. Um, again, especially because it is on Spotify. So people who do listen to it from Spotify, I think we can get a lot better, um, information because in the past with, with shout engine, we could only tell how many download requests were made, how many of those downloads were actually successful. Yeah. Do you Um, know what's uh, available now? What? The, uh, the the advanced metrics or the the revamped metrics or the metrics uh, offering that they have do you know what uh what Spotify gives us uh no I'm not sure right now okay all right um we're very we're very excited and I think what I remember seeing is that podbean also uh, gives us this ab- ability to like proactively um What's it called? It gives us a chance to proactively uh, make us available for ads in case, like, somebody searches for us and is like, "Oh, they they like our, our numbers or what have you," and then uh, they we they can just uh, we're el- we're more easily eligible for for ads. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get us ad revenue so that we can pay. <laughs> to host yeah that was the thing we had to pay for this that was the that was the big decision that we had to make but 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 uh shout engine made it a lot easier for us because we they were free and um we had long since passed a uh 
uh, I think a, any service that was capable of hosting us for free. Um, when we used to use YouTube, that you know that worked fine, but of course you had to listen to it on YouTube. Um, and it's not ideal for most people. Yeah, I know people use uh, SoundCloud for podcasts, uh, and, and okay. like we had talked about Podbean, or maybe we haven't said it yet, but Podbean does does cost a fee each month. So we just straight up pay the uh, the year the year subscription for it to host. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if we if there was any way to recoup some of those costs, it'd be great. But um, you know, if not. It's not the end it's of the world, I guess. Out here, dude. <laughs> hey, man, I, I I just got I got I just got a job offer. I can afford this now. Congratulations on the job offer. Thank you. I'm not going to say where it is right now because I still haven't even I still haven't even confirmed it yet with them. But oh, well then, yeah. I I have decided to to, to accept it. It's in Philly, um, and doing similar stuff to what I to what I do right now, but okay. get paid a little bit more. Well, there you have it. Very exciting. Very 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 exciting for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, why don't you, when you feel more comfortable sharing, uh, we can, we can pick it up then. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So, so what else? You, you just did a 10K. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we did a 10K today, the UAE 10K. Uh, it's another one of these like themed runs. Uh, this run follows the theme of some of the other like country specific races so there's a like a japan four miler uh there used to be a france four or five miler um there is the italy five miler or something and this is the uae 10k uh this race i think because of the uae sponsoring it and all that oil money they got we actually get a really nice medal for running a 10k not uh, so. Uh, most of the races that we run don't give us medals, uh, even some of the longer ones. But uh, I think the only uh, medals that we get are like the major borough races. So the half marathons, uh, we'll get one. Uh, the the Bronx ten miler, I'm I'm learning, gets one. The Queens ten k certainly gets one, and then the marathon gets one. But like you know your five k's. Your five milers, your four milers—they uh, don't—they don't give out medals. Uh, what's nice about the medal is it's got a little bit of color to it. They're using the uh, the the red and the green, um, sort of like paint or whatever, and it's on the medal, so it's kind of nice. Have you have so you posted it, pictures of these yet? I I haven't. Carolyn has. Oh, okay. Um, so you can take a look there. Uh, it was a great day for a run. Um, nice and cool. Uh, we actually ran sort of the course yesterday just to get a sense because it's one big loop of the park and we hadn't run Harlem Hill in a while. Harlem Hill being the, the not the longest, but certainly the, the highest hill. And so it was uh, just good to get our legs under us and just to get used to that sort of, you know, terrain change, uh, the elevation change. And then uh, we ran it together today. Uh, I moved up in a corral based on the last race that I did. Uh, the corrals are, you know, these sections of runners based around uh, a range of times, right? And in order to move up a corral, you have to basically have a, a 10K time that falls within that band. Uh, now... Today's 10K time makes it easy for most people to track because whatever the time you ran is the time that you get. 
But if you run like a four miler or a five k, they can actually extrapolate that time. There's like a an established uh, equation or something mm-hmm. where you know running a let's just say a five miler, you gotta multiply your time by like one point two or one point three uh, just to get to that. Uh, and so if the even if the extrapolation is within a certain uh, range for a corral, you can move up that way. And so I ran a really fast four miler. I ran a four I, uh, the four miler. I ran seven fifteen, uh, and then that pulled my corral. Uh, yeah, my my average ten k pace from a seven forty seven to a seven twenty seven. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so now I'm officially in C corral. Uh, there's three more corrals uh, in front of me. There's the B, B corral, the A corral, and the double A corral. Um, and then what is like professional ahead of that, right? Yeah. yeah are there yeah. like different, are there different like, so, so to speak, corrals when it comes to professionals or do they just all go at the same time? They go at the same time. Uh, okay. Yeah. I started about maybe a year or so ago. I don't know how long I've been running. Has it been two years? Maybe two years or, or one year? Um... I think it's two years. Uh, I started in J Corral. So that was like, you know, like mid nines, I want to say. Or like mid nines. Uh, or like high nines. And they just like kept working my way up. That's crazy. And so I'm trying. Right, and My goal for 2019 was to get into C Corral. Uh, so now that I've gotten there, <laughs> I have to... Six months, seven months ahead of schedule. Seven months ahead of schedule. But now it just means that I, you know, can I get to B Corral? And if not B Corral this year, then B Corral early next year. Yeah. Um, what's, I'm also the, uh, just, what's the time for B? You know, that's a good question. I think I have it on my computer. Um, so if these numbers are still good, let's see. So C Corral is 705 to 734. Okay. So B Corral is 630 to 704. Okay. So you got 20 seconds then. I got, I, got, I got about 20 seconds to play with. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. It's really yeah, not bad. That. I think so. You never know. Yeah. You never know. That's crazy. It's man. worth it's worth going after, at least. It's certainly worth going after because that's really like the sort of the main thing that's driving me uh, to get to to get to those corrals. Right. Um, it's interesting because for the longest time I was in D corral, right? And... D to me always felt like oh you know we're we're running we're we're semi serious about running but we're not like we're by no means like uh, blowing anyone away right now once you get to C and B you're like oh we're a little bit more serious about running you know also the the body buildup and makeups are, are starting to change a little bit you know I think D maybe I mean C a little bit but D might just be like the last like. Uh, you can see a full spectrum of body types uh, as you move up in the C and B, certainly in B and up. The uh, I guess the distribution of body types is much more concentrated into like one type of body. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was today. Um, I'm also gonna just start kicking my. I know I keep saying I'm in marathon training and half marathon training, but. You know, uh, definitely gonna try and kick it into gear now with like eating right and, and doing some more of the the core workout stuff. And um, I'm hoping that when Brooklyn comes around, that I am in uh, a position to attack that. 
So that'd yeah. be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, how is CrossFit going for you? CrossFit's good. Um, I went yesterday. I did not uh-huh. go to... So I'll say real quick. Last night, I did not sleep very well. I don't know what happened. I didn't I, either. You too? Yeah. You think so, it was something in the... Something in the something? <laughs> I... uh. So I went to this axe throwing thing last night. Um, have you been? Have you done one of those before? An axe throwing? No, I've seen a lot of people do it. They're popping but up I everywhere. I have not. There's one like just up the street from my place, like five, less than five minutes away. But the one that I went to was in Kennett. It was uh, one of my good friends, Brandon. It was his birthday, and his wife had had uh, organized the party. There were like I think eighteen of us, which was large. So what? I'll quickly describe how it works to you. There are um, so if you were to go, which is like a small group of friends you would basically get uh, one lane, which is split into two, um, like, I guess, I'll I'll say you get one section and that's split into two different lanes. And so you have one person going against another, like one person going against another person. So there are two throwers in the lane, so to speak, at a time where each person is throwing at their own target. And um, I I don't know if like other um, axe throwing places do it any differently. But that's how it was working last night. We had one person going against another person, and we were doing it tournament style. So you would have five throws in a round, and it was basically who uh, you'd play two rounds, and if the score was even, or if if uh, you win one round and I win the other round, regardless of what the, p- the point breakdown was at the end of those rounds, we would then do a sudden death. So we were doing that for a bit. Now it's from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. When I found out what time it was, I was like, oh no. I'm so rarely out the house like at such yeah. a time nowadays that it's like I've been I've been staying up late a lot lately working on my dissertation, but to be out of the house to be active and like on it at that time, I just I knew that was going to be a problem. It actually wasn't as bad as I thought, but when like 9:45 came around, I was like, "Yo, I, I needed to hit 10 just so I can like leave. I don't want to leave before 10 and dip out a little early." I want to stay to the end of this port, this portion at least, and I'm going to go when everyone starts like you know they they head to the bars. Yeah. Um. So I stuck around, left at like left at like ten, came home. Um. Lena was at a bachelorette party. Okay. For one of her friends, and um and so she was she was in Philly for the day, so I was just waiting for her to get back in. So I, I I came down to the basement, did a little bit of work, went up to bed. I was probably in bed by like one one thirty something like that, so it's a bit late. And I, and once you know, once I said goodnight to Lena, I'm laying there and I'm like, why why can't I fall asleep? Yeah, I was struggling to fall. Like I was I was I was very tired three hours four hours ago. Why am I why am I struggling to fall asleep now? So I woke up a couple of times in the middle of the night and like each time that I woke up, it wasn't like a groggy like oh I woke up let me go back to sleep. It was like an alert like I'm awake. What do I need to do? Oh jeez, like nothing, dude. It's three in the morning. Go back to sleep. Dude, you're you're getting hit with what's been uh hitting me recently. Mm. Like I'll wake up at like uh at three in the morning and I just be like, Oh, it's like it's time to do something. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's really frustrating. Uh did you feel like when you were waking up that there was anxiety? Like you like you were late to do something or you had like to do something or forgot to do something? No, not at all. I, I, I think I really don't know what it was. I didn't okay. feel like I didn't feel like I needed to do anything. Didn't feel like I, I forgot to do something. Mm-hmm. It could be just you know, Elena uh, wasn't there. Just felt off. Like you know, maybe I was uh, instinctively you know stretching my leg over and she wasn't there. Maybe that like just 
threw me off and, and caused me to wake up. I do. Yeah. Like, I know that. I know that. I Well, it's not a conscious decision. It's not like a conscious thing that I'm doing, but she's told me before. Yeah. Like, I'll, uh, I'll like, rest my leg against hers uh, while, while I'm sleeping. I won't. Gotcha. I won't realize it, of course. Anyway, this is all to say that <laughs> this is all to say to swing back to bring it back to to what you asked me this is all to say that, that you not, don't respect i didn't the, no i, I didn't bed, make a cross for this uh, morning. that's what it's to okay. say oh i uh, you, you don't respect the way that the the bed is uh sort of your your side look, her side we need a king size bed all right that's that's all i'm you're say. creeping you're keeping need, on her side <laughs> we i would get a king size bed we just can't get it up the stairs and you could get of course one of those the uh, mattresses that come in a box, like a Casper or something. Yeah. But then getting it back down the stairs would be a problem. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. Um, Is that your problem, though? It's not the movers' problem. It yeah. Well, I I'm definitely hiring movers this time around. That's for sure. Oh yeah, dude. There's I'm, no I'm, amount of I'm pizza not, can I'm not, help. I'm not moving my stuff ever again. That's not true. That's not true. I don't plan to move. Um, I don't plan to move without the help of movers again that's 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 what yeah, i'll say I won't, I won't say it so defi- de- like definitively at this point um like i said do have a job offer uh, it's going to be in philly it'll be a relatively local move so uh the company won't be paying for it so i'll just be hiring my own people uh but it's certainly but you're moving for sure though yeah definitely it'd be too far of a commute for me um, so um like when's your lease up september yeah okay we, we're, we're here so we're here through through august so the first couple of months i will um i'll do i'll do that long commute but yeah. then yeah we'll do uh we'll, we'll make the move happen at some point i guess in august have with, you guys started looking or is it too soon we actually so i had done a quick google search uh yeah. a week yeah about a week ago when i first got the offer and i just wanted to see okay how close can i get us to the city that has yeah. you know uh, respectable neighborhoods isn't isn't like in Wilmington like isn't like downtown Wilmington or something. Oh God, can't live there. Like I want something that's similar to what we have now, but with a little bit more space because it's okay. it's it, it'll be you know for the next you know it's not gonna be like this is not gonna be like a long term like I'm not planning on staying here for like 10, 15 years at this position. Uh, so not your forever home. No, I would want I would I would want this home to be like this next place to be like a a, a three ish year thing, three to four year thing. Um, okay maybe like it depends it, it, really, it really does depend like i have no idea what my next position is after it so mm-hmm. if, if the next thing is local then i would be i would it would be great to have something that would be a, a long longer term home but for the me for the meantime i'm just planning on renting so i uh i found this uh this townhouse which is like a little less than 10 miles from here right now so okay. and and lena lena works like right across the street from us so it 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 anything any move is going to take us further it's going to take her further from work but it's going to be have to it's going to have to be something that she sacrifices because i'm not trying to spend you know three hours of my day in commute like yeah. to and from work the amount like i i don't look forward to having that little personal time for myself and it'll 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 be really tough just like you know coming home being able to what eat dinner maybe watch an episode of tv and then have to go to sleep and then just do it again the next day I worry about when I'm going to have time to, you know, go to the gym, when I'm going to have time to, you know, try to play video games. I played a little division today, by the way, just so you know. No, you didn't. Don't did. lie to me. No, Don't lie to I me. Did. I did. Um, how, how was it? It was good. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I want to get like 10 to 15 miles closer to Philly. 
and uh and then i would drive to a train station and then take a train the rest of the way to the office that way i don't have to go all the way to philly deal with that like 95 traffic that whole time and also um avoid having like pay the parking fee so um so yeah we've been looking for places and it's it's well, I shouldn't say we happened. We literally looked at one place and, and uh, I found that place on Monday when I got the offer and we decided because we were literally out um, a little bit ago. We were like right in that area. We decided just to stop in and see the place. And um, we saw that one of the townhouses in that neighborhood had an open house. So we decided just to pop in there and uh, and get a feel for what it would be like. And uh, the open house is really nice. It's a little bigger than the unit that we would get if we were to do the rental. And so Lena was like, huh, we could make this work. <laughs> We're just like quickly going from we're just going to use this as a let's just see let's just see the uh, right just what, to, what just it would to be look. like if we picked that if we picked up that rental and yeah. before you knew it, it's like oh maybe we could make maybe this would be a responsible enough decision to purchase so um but no so that was literally the only place there's a there'd be a lot to think about the tough thing when it comes to townhouse is that it feels to me it feels like why would i spend the money on a townhouse like a, maybe like 200 to three hundred thousand dollars why would I spend that much money on a townhouse when I can get a house with like, you know, the similar amount of square feet, but actually have a proper yard, you know, have some space between me and my neighbors. That's like, that's the major thing that I think of. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, uh, sort of, that's the decision you got to make. Yeah. Like how important is that if the next, at least for the next three years. Yeah. Right. Because could, could you, could you, uh, defer that? For three years, and then get the the places you really want. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's exciting though, because like this doesn't seem like a major like checkpoint now. Oh yeah, huge man, huge. Yeah, progress saved. Oh god, <laughs> um, it'll, still it'll, can't respawn though. I'll feel like that in a month and a day. In a month and a, a day. A month and a day. One month, one Ooh. day from now, like right now, three thirty three. I will be finished. Yeah. I, will, I will have finished my defense. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah, just like that, man. At that Good point, you, dude. the graduation's two days after that, which is more just like a formality because technically my degree. And you ain't ever have to go whenever again, do you? No, I do because I got to keep finishing my work. <laughs> my oh, start God. date wouldn't What's be to like July. Oh, okay, I'll talk that over with the team this week. I think. There you go, dude. Very, yeah. very happy for you. Yeah, welcome. We st- I still haven't really answered your question about how CrossFit's going, by the way. That was like twelve. I I, I forgot that I asked that question. I ain't gonna did. lie to you. You did. So so CrossFit's been going well. I did not go today because I didn't sleep very well. I went yesterday. Yesterday's workout was good. It was different than what we typically do. Um, and and you'll see that. I I know I've mentioned it before. Like Saturday, the partner workouts. Saturdays and Sundays are generally a bit different than what we do throughout the uh, the typical week. Um, you know, Monday through Friday. And mm-hmm. part of that is just because they all, there are only two classes on Saturdays and Sundays. So yesterday's workout was um, a partner workout, and they have the, what's called a sled pull. And so the, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's basically like a. Uh, it, it's I've a seen rep- people pushing sleds. Not that those are those are different. I think. Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm trying to think like if you, you sled like uh, if you've seen them pushing it, I'm gonna just send you an image of what it looks like right now, because this is, it's exactly it. I know the listeners can't aren't gonna be able to to um to see this but it's a it's like a youtube link so or there is a youtube video in it so you could probably hit pause on that but that's what it looks like 
Uh, we're not pulling with that anywhere near as much weight as they have have on there. Uh, what we do is we basically take this thing. You stack a. Uh, oh damn. You stack it. Uh, you can stack a bunch of weights on it. We were doing it with um, either forty five pounds or ninety pounds yesterday. I did it with um, forty five. And so what we were doing was doing the sled pull. You basically have it has two straps that you can you can um, pull over your shoulders and hold in your hands, kind of like in and and extend your triceps. Or you can just loop them through your arms and wear it basically like the backpack. You lock your you lock your arms. You kind of do, I think, when you do it like that. I wasn't running like that. I didn't try it, so I can't say. What do you for mean sure. running? This you, is not running. Yeah. So so you are so this guy is pulling like I don't know like three hundred pounds or something. Oh my! I'm God. not sure. And we're so we're much. literally running with this outside on the concrete. So the friction is, I think, a lot more. Does I that going, scrape in a weird way? It's that scraping, makes it... it's loud. Oh, <laughs> and there's that, like I just got the. Pulling it. Oh no! I just got the. That sound. It's a, it's not as, it's not as bad as it sounds. I'll say that. I'm gonna send you another. I'm gonna send you another YouTube video, which is I think is gonna better convey what it really looks like when we're doing it. It's a lot less weight. The guys the guys walking forward but pulling the thing behind him. You can hold it like this. You can hold it like this, like he is holding it in the thumbnail. But I was literally I looped my arms through the two through the two uh, holes, and I had it as it like you know. Up, up to my my armpits, and I and I'm I pull my arms, I, I curl my arms up, and I basically just like loop my thumb through it just to just to keep it in place. And the idea is that you weren't gonna have too much weight on that you're gonna have to basically march it like he's marching it here. You want it to be the, the time limit that we had basically required that you were gonna be kind of hustling with it. So oh, okay. um, he's like, you know, you kind of want to be like in this half jog type thing, like you know, half jog, half run. So I chose to not do the 90 pounds because the one other time that I've done this in the last year, which was like two months ago, um, 90 pounds was was a lot. And so what we were doing was in partners, each person had to run 200 meters with a sleigh um, and you had to like tag each other back in. So uh, the first at the very beginning, I ran 200 meters, came back. So I guess I ran 100 meters and then ran 100 meters back. And then I tagged my partner in, who then took it, and then he ran 100 meters and ran 100 back, and then tagged me. Did you so have a good partner? The... Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. I don't feel like did he go as hard? Did he go as hard he, as there were? There were times went... where he where he had to walk. I didn't. I intentionally. I made sure that I didn't walk. But um, yeah, I mean, some people weren't. Some people just didn't pace themselves very well. You could see it. Like some people like went out sprinting during some of these rounds, and I was like, and then like people were like, oh my gosh, they're so fast, and I'm like, yeah, but look at when he's walking back, man. <laughs> like he yeah. he sprinted the first fifty meters, and then he and then he's like did like this half jog the next fifty meters, and then he had to walk back you know fifty meters before he can even give that half jog for the last fifty meters. Yeah. In that time, you know, if I was doing it in that time, I would have finished by the time he hit his hundred fifty at, at at the earliest. Um. Anywho, so yeah, no, my partner was fine. I didn't care so much about getting a quick time yesterday. It was a, it's an interesting workout is is how I describe it. So at the end, uh, so when, when both partners do 200 meters, that is one round. And we did that three times. After that, we did three rounds of uh, 400 meters each. And then after that, we did three rounds of another, or sorry, the, the 400 meters were without a sled pull. So that was just a 400 meter jog um, three times, again, with a tag, the tag style. So you definitely move a little quicker during that because you do get a break when your partner's running his 400 meters. And then after that, you do another 200 meter or another three rounds of the 200 meter sled pull. And so that, again, is that grindy, just 
pull this stupid thing, but you're, you know, you're at this point, you're on the home stretch. You only have 600 total meters left to go. And, um, so we had, I think we had 35 minutes total to finish everything. We did it in, uh, like 32 minutes. Some of the other people in the later classes did, um, they did it with the 90 pounds in less time than that. So that was a little disheartening <laughs> to see that they did the 90 pounds yeah. in less time than it took us to do the 45 pounds. But overall, it was a good workout. Um, Weight-wise and, and like, you know, typical movements, the Olympic-style stuff that we do, I've been seeing a lot of improvements. My, my squats are better. My uh, my clean and jerks have been getting better. My uh, my endurance and ability to to pace myself or at least continue moving through a lot of the workouts has definitely been improving. As well as the uh, the gymnastic style, like uh, kipping pull-ups and toaster bars, those are things like the toaster bar. I hate, I hate them a lot, <laughs> but um, they've been they've been integrating these toaster bars where you have to do like twenty of them in a, in each round, which is a high number for me. I could probably do like ten unbroken when I'm fresh. Yeah. But when I'm tired, it is hard to string together any more than three. So when I'm doing like these twenty, when I got to do like twenty twenty five in just a single round and do that multiple times in a workout. It sucks, but it definitely keeps me, it, it makes me better. And what I'm finding is that I don't have, like in the past, if it was like, say 20 something, I might do, I might do like 12 or I might do, I might do like 12 and then, and then, and then cut it, like just cut it in half. Or I might do like 12 toast to bar and like 12, um, knees to chest just so that I can keep moving. And what I'm finding now is that I don't need to like stand there for, you know, 30 seconds to get my wind back to, to just do, to just do another one or two. I can just, I can kind of like, you know, hop down, wait like five seconds and then do like another one or two. So I feel like I'm getting better at that. Um, and then I feel, um, like, I feel like I'm seeing changes in my body too, you know, oh, like, phys- like physically. So, yeah. so that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, when you were saying that people can't pace themselves, that reminds me of like when you see when you're doing these, uh, when I'm doing these races and we're running up and down hills that people who like crap out on hills yeah uh then feel the need to like run as hard as they can down the hill right and then it's like well i beat you up the hill you can beat me temporarily down the hill but the speed that you're running is unsustainable and then so the speed i'm running at is i'm just gonna i'm gonna torture twice right you know you torture me once i'm gonna torture twice exactly and there's nothing more satisfying than torturing people up the hill i ain't gonna lie to you (laughs) it's uh... it's like a hot knife through butter dude it's so nice yeah, it, you see it a lot. Um, when I was talking about, I think I've talked about this before, but there during like the CrossFit Open workouts, the first one of this year was, um, it was a relatively simple workout movement wise. You did 19 meters or sorry, 19 calories on a, a rower, and then you did um, 19 wall ball sh- wall ball shots, which are basically a uh, 20 pound. It's not really a medicine ball, but it's like this large, largish medicine ball. Um, and so you basically, you start with it in, um, uh, I guess like at your at eye level, you have it kind of, you, you hold it underneath and you squat with the ball while you're holding the ball. And when you get to the top of your squat, you, you throw the ball upwards towards the, towards the wall. So you're like standing like six inches from a wall and you throw the ball up to a target that's 10 feet for men, nine feet for women. And then you catch the ball and you drop down to a squat and that, that ends your first rep. And so you had to do that 19 times and the workout was just do this as many times. Uh, so do 19 calories on the rower, 19 wall ball shots. Um, and that that was, that was one round and you do that as you do as many, as many as you possibly can 
and I think it was like 20 minutes, something along those lines, somewhere in that range. And um, I was telling people, because I was like, when you're doing the rower, <laughs> when you're doing the row, because the problem with the wall balls is that you can't really pace yourself on that because as soon as you break out of the motion of it, it becomes harder to start back up again. Similar to like when you're running, right? If you if you like stop when you're running, it is really hard to get going again. So with the wall balls, you until like those later rounds, like round six, seven, you want to try to bang out all 19 of those if possible. And the problem is because gravity, you know, gravity is a constant. You can't, you can't like get an extra breath in while the ball's out of your hand, while it's in the air. You just get, get, catch your breath when it's, or, you know, breathe when you throw it, catch it and go right back into it. So the only place where you can really pace yourself and slow down is on the rower. And I would tell people, cause I did this, I, I was one of the first people to do it. I was like, take your time with the rowing. You don't need to, 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 to row 19 calories takes about a minute and a half to two minutes. So it's about a 250 meter row or sorry, it's about a 500 meter row to do that 19 calories, but it depends on, on the person, of course. And, uh, also, you, you know, you got to pace yourself. And if you don't pace yourself, you, you're going to feel great the first two rounds and then you're going to look at the clock and you're gonna be like, Oh shit, there's still 15 minutes left and I'm done. Like I have, I have so little energy to give. And so you have people who were like, came out flying and who would be ahead of you. And then if you pace yourself by the end of the workout, you could probably do a whole round more than they can get because they won't be able to pace themselves or they can't slow themselves down on the wall balls and they have to drop the ball and take a right. second to keel over and catch their breath because they're struggling. So yeah, it, it's, you see people throw up doing this kind of stuff. I've never seen anybody throw up, but it does happen. Just like push so hard you throw up. Yeah, I've heard about it happening maybe just like two times in the last like what fourteen months or fifteen months since I've been there. So it doesn't happen very often when people oh, throw okay. up. I went to class about a month ago, like after eating dinner. I was not planning on going to class, and I really had to force myself to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took like it wasn't until like a minute. <laughs> it wasn't until like a minute before um, I would have had to leave in order to be late that I decided to finally go. But the, the issue was that I, I had eaten before I made this decision. And so when I went to class, it was a whole bunch of, um, it was a whole bunch of like squat cleans, which are just exhausting. And so I'm doing them and like the weight wasn't terribly hard, but what I found was that about halfway through the workout, I started to feel my food in my stomach and I was like, all right, I got to slow down on this one. So I just like, I, 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 uh, I pumped the brakes real hard on that just to keep myself from, you know, from falling over or, or throwing up or anything like that. So the good thing is there's no like significant pressure, you know, it's just on you. You feel like you, you, you feel like you want to go, um, you know, just for the sake of competition, there are other people that are moving with you and you want to, you know, you want to keep up with them or beat them. But in those moments where you're, you know, you're like, you're not feeling great. It's not an issue. Slow down. No one's judging you. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. mean, it's exciting to see sort of or hear the progress that you're making. Uh, I mean, 14 months in, I'm sure it's been just a, a world of change. Yeah, I lied. It's actually been almost 16 months. I think I started like January God, like second. Up. Jeez, my yeah, bad. Are, are my you bad. telling the truth at all today? My bad. No, I haven't. Everything that I've told you is a lie. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's fair. I mean, I'll take it. Um, but uh, do you think you'll be able to play division later? No, no. I gotta Lies. cut that out. <laughs> no, I think I should be able to play. Yeah. Lies. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. You're gonna know watch. Are, are you gonna watch Game of Thrones? Like when it plays today? I'm gonna try to. Yeah. Yeah. Last to. week. You, you got to. There's. It, it's. You owe it to yourself. 
Do you want to talk about Thrones really quickly? No, I don't because no? I know that if I do, it's going to be another hour. Uh, all, all I will say is at work, we have a Deadpool. And I've got everybody dying in this episode. Everybody. It'll be Not crazy. everybody, but like a lot of people. All I'll say is that I think it would be a little jarring and, and less impactful if a lot of like somewhat secondary characters die in this episode. To like have them all go down in a single episode would it would take a lot of like if if say Jor dies right great if say Jor cool with it if Jor dies um if he died like if he died like uh in season six I would have been I would have been shocked by that right but if he dies today if he dies today with with like if he dies today and Grey Worm dies and you know Grey Worm dies, is dying dude there's no Masande way Grey Worm. Dies, you know, yeah, dude. Come <laughs> and, on, and like Bron shows up, and Bron just dies immediately, and Jamie dies. Like it, yeah. it just, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as, um, you know, emotionally caught up with Jor dying. Of course, I feel like people have to die. People that you care about do have to die because oh, yeah. this is supposed the to be the, the biggest, last, uh, well, the the, biggest right. and baddest battle ever, right? They spent like fifty weeks shooting this. Yeah. So you also know that the last episode that they shot was basically like a semi-finale for a lot of these characters. Yeah. It's the classic last night on earth, night before the battle episode. So people are going to eat it hard, dude. It's going to be like uh Saving Private Ryan, the first 15 minutes on Omaha Beach. Yeah. People it say is that what it is. people think Brand's going to die because nah. uh they were like, "Oh, her story's been wrapped up." But I think that she I I think Maybe, that Cersei actually. has to be the cause of her death for Jamie to kill her. That's If people oh. if people are going to subscribe to the theory that Jamie kills Cersei, I think there there needs to be something that makes him do it, and I think the only thing would be that he he is falling in love with Brienne, and if if she dies because of uh, of a move Cersei makes, he's gonna he's gonna snap. Mm. I like your I like your thought process. I'll counter your thought process by saying that <laughs> she's she's in charge of a flank. She's leading a flank. She is. So she's out there. She's gonna have to be beyond the uh, the yeah. castle wall, right? Yeah. Just I I want us I want to be very very clear that I think Grey Worm dies in the opening credits. <laughs> we don't even During see the opening him, scene. We're right? Just gonna, when they're so building gonna... the world out, you just hear somebody just like ah in the in the background, and that, yeah, that was Grey Worm. There were so many people that we had to kill this week that we had to kill somebody off screen. Someone had to die off screen. They couldn't even make it in. Yeah. It would be a little weird if they if the episode started just mid battle. I don't think it will. I I feel like there's a chance. I feel like there's just a slight chance. They're like they're mid battle. We're gonna see, of course, a ton of battle, but it's gonna be mid battle, and just certain people are gonna be gone, like Grey Worm, for example. Um, I will say one thing, and then we should head out of here. Before, what something's uh, gonna go down to the crypts because I kept talking about how safe it was, and, and there's so, just a bunch of right. there's did a bunch of read? dead ammo in there yeah, for you, the Night uh, King. But did you read the one theory of how the Starks have been ruling the North for thousands of years, right? They they were there when the Andals came, uh, not when the Andals. Uh, when the Andals came, they sort of uh, they were there when they fought the first White Walker invasion, right? And so that's yeah. why Winter's Coming has always been like the warning that they give to the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, so there's a thought that the Starks aren't stupid; they fought them before. So all the people in the crypt, right? They wouldn't bury them with iron swords. That everyone who's buried down there has Valyrian steel. Mm. And not only that, but like if like there's magic in the wall and there's like magic 
like supposedly the reason why they were so upset with uh, with the sacking of uh, Winterfell is because of like some threat to some magic that's there. Just this idea that you know the everyone's initial thought was, dude, these are undead zombies, right? So if the the whites come in or the White Walkers come in, they're gonna raise up all your old dead kings. Yeah, they're gonna come after you. Somebody said, what if the reverse is true? What if they get risen by the dead, but similar to the idea in Lord of the Rings, where you have the uh, that one company that they had to go demons in the mountains to like uh, make them pay their debt when they ran? Yeah, remember that Green Army? Uh, yeah. What if it's something like that, where like dead Ned comes back, where he's holding his head in one hand, but he's got Valyrian seal on the <laughs> other hand, and he's just like whacking away at, at people, you know? There's a shot. Yeah. There's a shot that that happens. Yeah. I don't know. You would have to call back to some like there had to be a pretty interesting callback to that right. type of magic going down, and I don't think they have time for that. But uh, yeah. there's also the possibility that even if they are, uh, what's it called? If even if the Stark uh, kings are like brought back to life, that they're in these crypts, right? Then they, they can't break out. Right. Right. Like those are some heavy ass like stone structures that they're like buried inside. So it'd be really do, like I think do like I, Walking Dead where they're just like superpower too. They can like uh, easily peel flesh from the from the skins of, of very healthy people. Yeah. What is cool is what 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 would be cool. What would be cool is if they really played up the horror of uh, the scariness of all this, right? Because the first time we saw them, it was scary enough, and then Hard Home uh, up the ante because then we saw how they were made, and then when they were fighting above the above the wall on the ice, you know, we've seen them like up close and personal. Like, what else can they do to make it exciting? Are we going to see more whites, uh, like, get get killed or something? You know, like, there's, like, there, there's more shit that has to go down, I think. Because we have been desensitized to their uh, existence and their appearance. And I think, especially in the season trailer, where Arya is running around the crypts all scared and shit, mm-hmm. uh, I, I hope that we actually feel a level of, like, tension. Otherwise, it's just, like... I feel like that's a lost opportunity. Yeah. All right, buddy. That's it for me. All right. That's all I got. That's all yeah. I got. Sounds good. All right. All right. Well, I'm Ressa. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.